Grab your popcorn, grab your decapitated head, get your butter, get your bag of blood. This is the 2022 edition of the 31 Days of Dread, where Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, your boy here, the film buff, does one horror movie a day. And that's me talking. I'm your host. I'm not a vampire. I'm not. I'm, I'm almost a zombie because I've just been doing nothing but watching these movies so I can discuss them all with you. But here it is, the 31 Days of Dread. Everyone, I am so excited to bring you these movies. We're, we're doing modern-day horror for the first time ever. We're, we're barely even going to hit 2021. We're going to focus on 2022. So roll over in that coffin and let's go. Everyone, thank you for joining me and thank you for being patient. But we're back. We're back in the full swing. We're, we're going to be wrapping up. The final two or three. Now, I know I said with the last episode that Pearl, directed by Ty West, starring Mia Goth, that Pearl was going to be the last movie for the 31 Days of Dread of 2022. That's not the case, because I do want to go into Smile, and I do want to go into Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Look, I love franchises, and look, I, I part of the, the intent of the... 2022 31 days of dread was to document horror in 2022 specifically because and if you guys haven't been keeping track because everything runs through horror right now we i just went on a big binge of trying to find movies for valentine's day i i'm not finding any like modern day love stories or 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 modern day like given i know i know netflix just dropped the uh that one with jonah hill you people, but it, there's really no storied love stories that we've had in the in recent memory. We haven't had a lot of science fiction in recent memory. We've had zero comedies, and drama is hanging on by a thread. If you think I'm crazy, f- look at the dates of the movies you're watching. Think of genres and try and because uh, we're all subscri- we all subscribe to multiple apps right now the inventory and everything that we have access to is vast it's insane with that being said we have to talk about uh this movie really upset me it upset me in a major way because while i'm watching this i know i'm watching an oscar snub i'm watching ty west get snubbed i'm watching mia goth get snubbed i'm watching a $1 million movie that legit feels like a period piece, that legit feels like it's locked in an era, that it is calling to me from a time long gone. And I'm seeing all of this. I'm seeing art direction. I'm seeing cinematography. I'm seeing screenwriting. I'm seeing every single one of these categories, one by one by one, upset me. And lo and behold, the Oscar nominations come out. Uh, for whatever reason, everyone's leaning towards the Fableman. I don't. Uh, I haven't liked anything by Steven Spielberg, maybe since Catch Me If You Can. And I repeatedly try and watch his movies. I obsessively try and watch his movies. Go sit down, try and watch Bridge of Spies, try and watch War Horse, and you, or The Terminal, and you tell yourself that you're being entertained. With that being said, Pearl's a sequel to our first movie for 31 Days of Dread, X. And we're leading into a third movie already called Maxine. This is going to be a trilogy that flashes backwards and flashes forwards. This is essentially a $3 million horror trilogy. People... 
aka Patters, my army, my film buffs. You can raise $3 million on Kickstarter. You can raise $3 million on Indiegogo or on a GoFundMe. You, the people out there, if you put enough of yourself out there, this and this is what we talk about every single one of my platforms. If you put yourself out there for long enough, for hard enough, you will be rewarded. And part of that reward is an audience that you can speak to. That want to interact with you. That want you to produce more and make more. You out there can make the $3 million horror trilogy as good as Ty West has made. Now, Ty West is setting a bar that uh, going down the road, going into the future. Ty West is, is it, this is going to be the greatest low budget trilogy in the history of history. Not only that, this is going to be one of those trilogies that gets put up there with the name of names. Star Wars, original Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. And then it's going to be this. Think about that. That's how significant this movie is. And what's, what's the plot? Pearl is a girl with dreams. Girl, Pearl is a girl with talent. She wants to break away from her family, from her farm. She has hopes and dreams. She's speaking of Star Wars. She's a lot like Luke Skywalker. She's a lot like us. And along the way, she gets it taken from her. She gets it slowly pulled away. We feel this through Mia Goth. We feel this through the performance. And we believe it. So when she turns that corner... And snaps and kills for the first time. It's significant and it feels real and it's impactful. I still think about that first death scene to this day. Uh, now, given uh, it's been a little bit since I've seen this movie because we had a long delay, it's been about maybe a solid month. But this movie is fantastic. This movie is watchable. This movie is nothing but important. Now, with that being said, we have to talk about Ty West and how Ty West, he's the guy. He's one of our horror masters. Uh, I, I believe with uh, a good script, I feel like with a good production company, I feel like uh, if he's inspired, he can go toe-to-toe with everyone out there today. You might be saying to yourself, Pete, what else has Ty West done? I need I need more Ty West. Most of, most of these people... When they watch Pearl, they want more Mia Goth because she photographs so well. She is beyond beautiful. She should be bigger. She should be. Uh, Mia Goth at this point should be where the Wednesday Adams girl is. Uh, I forget her name. But we're talking X. We're talking Pearl. We're talking In a Valley of Violence. We're talking The Sacrament. The only movie of his that I'm on the fence on. Is the innkeepers, and I feel like now I have to rewatch that. And then we're talking the House of the Devil, which also, also feels like a legit period piece. This guy understands error. He understands uh, how to recreate an idea uh, by, but from those who came before him. Meaning, John Carpenter had an idea of what an '80s slasher movie should feel like. And he recreates it with House of the Devil. You know, occult horror, but it's it, there are so many overlaps and uh, things are so similar between the two. Look, a part of understanding some of these movies, a part of understanding this is watching 
Wizard of Oz. It's watching the movies of the 30s, the movies of those eras, and then watching this. I mean, this movie, if it was black and white, would legit... Would, would legit be on that shelf. You would not know a difference. If you de-aged this movie and put it out there, it would blow people's minds. They would say, how was this movie made in 1930? That's how good this movie is. And what sticks with you isn't the horror, isn't the blood. I mean, look, it's impactful. But what really sticks with you is the credit sequence. The credit sequence, I don't know, best credit sequence I've seen ever. Like, I'm not joking. This movie's worth every single ounce of your attention. This movie, with X, has made a supporting character out of a crocodile, and it's amazing, and it's awesome. AKA Pad here, signing out. I cannot recommend Pearl enough. Now, we're going to go right into Smile, and Smile's coming up next just because social media seems to have grabbed this movie it's definitely conversational and i feel like the you know smile just needs a little bit of attention from the film buff now we're going to march into black history month month and we're also marching into valentine's day as soon as we're done with these horror movies we got two more to go uh, i'm forgetting I'm forgetting what those two movies are. I, I have a list here uh, somewhere. I'll find it. I'll find it. AKA Pad, the film buff. I love you, AKA Pad. Thanks for sticking with me. It's been a hard road. We're getting all the equipment. We're getting the studio back up. But let's go rock and roll. The future of film is hard. And thanks for, uh, thanks for all of that, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with me. Getting back to uh, my, my, my point there, the future is horror, the future of cinema is horror. So everyone here, and I've never ever, in, in all these years, I've never made this request, but everyone that we highlight, every single filmmaker, male, female, ghoul, goblin, you, got, you know the drill, but check them out. Find them on a streaming platform. I usually highlight how I watch these movies on which platform, even if I rented it or bought it, so you guys know a little bit of the price range. It's important that we support all of these movies and all of these filmmakers because they are the future. The future is horror. Thanks for hanging out.